Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. TVP's announcements. This is a series that we have on our network where we give you announcements about upcoming projects and platforms that are entering the crypto ecosystem. Now, this is a disclaimer because we do that now. So, here's the thing this is the presentation of a platform, and that's it. This is an investment advice. Don't take it as investment advice. If you like the platform, seek it out in the show notes. Go there, buy the things, invest in the platform. Help them out with your skill sets. But we're not giving you any recommendations or advice. This is just for you to listen to and soak up some new information about a new platform in this ecosystem. So, please enjoy. Hello, everybody. If you heard that uh, particular song by The Absurdist, uh, then you know that you're about to uh, listen to another one of TBP's announcements. Um, and we'll just jump right into it today. So today we are joined uh, by Marcus Levin, the co-founder of the XYO Network. And um, without further ado, uh, welcome, Marcus. Thank you, Demetri. Pleasure to be here. Awesome. So we always like to start these um, these quick interviews with... Uh, you know, how did you stumble into cryptocurrency? I'm pretty sure you were doing things, great things before you, uh, you know, either a white paper fell into your inbox or you were on Twitter too much and then something in crypto trended. I don't know, but let us know a little bit about you and your background and then how that background um, intersects with uh, crypto. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was uh, fascinated by crypto in like 2012, 2013, then Bitcoin, obviously only. And um, we actually started to build a distributed computing network. So what you see today from Gollum, for example, I think they haven't quite released their product yet. We built something like that in 2013 and uh, did Bitcoin mining through that network. So we had millions and millions of uh, personal computers, and on this we mined Bitcoin. At that time, unfortunately, it wasn't uh, quite lucrative enough, so we decided to use our network to do cancer research with the University of Washington, and then you know other uh, pharma research and big data problems. So that's how I started in crypto. Nice. So you were an old-school miner of yes. Bitcoin yes. Uh, when you could deal with CPUs. That's correct, exactly. Did you, did you get a lot, or was it just not very fruitful at all? It, we got a lot, but uh, the price wasn't quite as nice <laughs> as today. Ah. So, um, 
it, it was worth it, but we, we ran so many other projects. We ran a 200-person company at that time. And it was just there were other things which uh, created higher value for the company. And uh, we were focused on enterprise value. That's why uh, we, we started you know, the cancer research project and uh, working with pharma companies and hedge funds on big data problems. Wow. So it sounds like you have significant background. Uh, and um, how does all that lead to the XYO network? So give us a little bit about the genesis of that. Yeah, uh, quick just so we have three co-founders. Uh, we uh, sold uh, three businesses in the last six years. We built, you know, one of them was a two hundred people company, and uh, this company was founded by one of us three co-founders, Aritro, in twenty twelve, with seven million of his own money plus one and a half million venture debt, and uh, it's an IoT company. And we create like Bluetooth tracking devices and GPS tracking devices, so IoT devices around location. And out of that, we realized pretty quickly that the data uh, is more valuable and leads to more scale than the actual device. And the XYO network was born. And part of that is because we built a data company before and sold it to Teton Data of New York. And we, you know, we built this distributed computing company before. And so we know how to store large uh, data sets and to process the data. And uh, so we, all this experience basically came together to build the XYO network. Awesome. So what, what I'd like to do is, is kind of, um, let's outline the, the path. Like you've got all this experience, um, of course, with big data. And it sounds like XYO was birthed from that experience. Um, how did you leverage that experience to isolate a problem? And then how does XYO solve that problem? Yeah, so we realized that we have something with the data. And uh, it's, so we create location data. And we always dabbled in location, location, and realized that GPS has one major flaw. And that is, it's easily spoofed or hackable. So during the Pokemon Go craze, for example, all the clever kids just downloaded GPS spoofing apps. And uh, or a few years back, uh, uh, some students allegedly took down an uh, American military drone by sending up a wrong GPS signal. So you can't rely on location data. While the world is getting more and more location-reliant, if you look at smart cities and self-driving cars or e-commerce, all of those things. Um, so there's a mismatch today. And we realized that with blockchain technology and IoT devices, you can create a ledger of that location data. And if you can create an immutable ledger, then you can create a reputation around the device, which means suddenly you have an element of certainty. So you can say, I'm 80% certain that my Amazon Prime package is on my porch. And then you trigger the payment once the package is there. And uh, we have about a million of our own devices, or, uh, uh, but you know, we are starting to work with other IoT companies and, which have billions of devices uh, overall. So our devices are basically the starting point of that XYO network, and then we are working on these partnerships today to expand our network. You do. So does, um, is your network... Um, 
I guess, unique from the blockchains um, that exist currently? Of Are you leveraging like either Ethereum or maybe Bitcoin layer two seems like it's coming along or are you just um, you building your own blockchain? Tell us just a little bit about that. Yeah, so we, we did our token sale as a ERC-20 token uh, because people trust Ethereum, it's auditable, you know, people know what they get, they understand the wallets. And But we, for our solution, we have our own blockchain. And once our main chain is fully live, we're going to switch our ERC-20 token over to our XYO main chain token. Deal. Is it proof of stake, proof of work, delegated proof of stake, Ouroboros? I know there's so many... Uh... <laughs> it's, it's a little bit of both. So uh, what you, we have four components in the XYO network. We have the Sentinels, which are the location verification devices, which could be your IoT device, your mobile phone, your mobile app, basically any connected device. Then we have the bridges, which are the devices which relay the data. So anything which is connected to the internet, like a mobile phone or a router. Then we have the Archivist, which is a distributed computing system, similar to the one I spoke uh, about in the beginning, which you could use your personal computer and say, I dedicate 3% of my storage and processing power to storing the data. Then we have the diviners, which are similar to traditional mining, where you uh, use some algorithms and heavy computer equipment to find the best answer from a given data set. So the first one, the Sentinels, you have to stake some of your XYOs against your answers because we want to, you to be of risk of losing your XYO if you lie or give improbable answers. And you gain XYO as you are uh, speaking the truth and your data is becoming part of answers. Uh, but on the mining side or on the archivist side, it's more proof of work kind of thing. So it's kind of a, a mashup of both, depending where you are in the XYO network. Oh, okay. So if we can add to that, add on to that, what um, what's the user story here? So if I get this token, what does that do for me? What kind of utility does it does it give me on your network and how do I use it? How do I hold it? Like what's that story for the user? Yeah, so uh, with the XYO token, you can ask the XYO network uh, questions, location-reliant questions. But today, for example, uh, most smart contracts are only as useful as the data is which uh, you put into the smart contract. Unfortunately, often that data is centralized, like a website or a sensor or something. What we are doing is uh, we say, okay, if something or someone reaches a certain location, then execute that smart contract. And it plugs through an adapter, which we build into a bunch of different smart contracts. So I can say if my kids you know, start walking home from school, start to prehate the oven. Or if I park in the connected city, at a parking spot, uh, you know, show it in, in an app how many parking spots are occupied in a certain area, and the meter uh, starts to charge the car by the minute, and whatever the connected city does around. We bear, by the way, we built that uh, two months ago. And uh, so with the XYO tokens, basically, you can utilize the XYO network and do location, get location verification data. Um, that's basically it. And you can stake your Sentinels, so your telephone or your IoT devices, to then start 
to do location verification by yourself. Mm. Okay, so I there's always bad actors on every network. I think it's just something that can be expected. How you you mentioned earlier, like with Pokemon Go, the savvy kids were going out and uh, they were getting these GPS. I guess they would trick the phone into thinking it was somewhere it wasn't, so they could get these premier Pokemon. Um, could we go into more of the specifics about like? How is XYO uh, like dummy proof and these bad actors that are going to try to trick the system? Um, is it simply just a case of they're staking their token and if they're lying, they lose their token? Or are there other things built into it? It is a lot of it built into it. In a, if you think about a city like San Diego, that's where we are based, uh, despite my accent. <laughs> um, you will have a, and you have your cell phone in your pocket, and let's say your cell phone is Sentinel enabled. You walk down the street, you interact with a lot of other devices. Let's say the printer in the bakery you walk by, or other people's cell phones, or the connected parking meter, or whatever type of devices. So you connect, use, you are interacting with a lot of those devices. Then if you suddenly say, no, I'm not in San Diego, I'm in New York City. Um, then uh, your answer becomes improbable. You lose reputation. Or if uh, you know you collude with a bunch of devices, your data might make sense for a while. But then devices need to have other interactions. And if they don't have these other interactions, or again, if they don't fit into the pattern of the other devices, then your data uh, still becomes improbable, and you lose reputation. So. It's all relational to each other. The more interactions you have, the more difficult it, it will be for you to lie. And today, basically everything is connected. Even if you go to a rural place, um, then you still have people with cell phones and cars and printers and tablets and whatever. So devices have these types of interactions. And um, it's, it's very, very difficult to overcome. We are also on the network security side, uh, or blockchain security overall, we have uh, a guy working for us. His name is Jack Cable. He hacked into the Air Force and then was subsequently hired by a bunch of high-profile tech companies to try to hack into their systems. And he put a challenge out that uh, we challenge you to hack into us. We have a big bounty price on that. Uh, it's, it's staggered a little. And we get like, every day or two, we get uh, some hackers trying to, to find vulnerabilities with us to try to get that price because they want that money right ahead, the fame that they hacked Jack. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but nobody has succeeded so far. And people try for a while. I was actually speaking at the Humans to Mars Summit. It's a, it was a bunch of government people and a room half full of NASA engineers. And I stood there and challenged them to hack us. And uh, a few people reached out, and uh, nobody has managed to, to do that. So we certainly have people trying. Oh, you better knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. You better, you better knock on yeah, wood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm knocking right now. <laughs> good, good. Um, so I guess we could, we could change the tone a little bit. I, I'd like sure. to get maybe even a little philosophical, but... Um, why did you guys build the XYO network? I always think it's very intriguing to see um, why people decide to go on to the ventures that they do. 
and I'd love to know the why for XYO. Yeah, um, Ari's core tenant in life, I think, is I want to build cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we think we built something pretty amazing here. We saw a problem which needs fixing. Uh, we know exactly what we were doing there. We have an amazing team around us and uh, which can support this mission. We, ha we speak with a lot of companies where, which gave us amazing feedback. We solved problems for them. Um, and so we said, okay, let's do it. And we, we're in a lucky position that we have some experience. So it's, it's easier for us to take the plunge. We're not like first time entrepreneurs. Uh, it's easier for us to, to make that commitment. That's good. I like that. I think you'd get along with uh, one of the co-hosts of our flagship, Corey, who says that pretty much verbatim. Like at least <laughs> twice a week, I just want to build, I want to build cool shit. Uh, that'd be a nice commercial too. Like XYO, we build cool shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'd pay I attention. Um, <laughs> you would, I think. So um, let's talk about how people can reach out. Um, you know, we have some developers in our community. We have a lot of enthusiasts in our community too that just like to help projects and listen and get involved. Uh, what are some of the avenues that you offer for people um, to reach out to you? Is it Telegram, GitHub, is it Slack, yeah. is it Facebook Messenger? And you know, what is it? All of these. All of these. We are very developer-focused. It's uh, understand that our core need to make all of this happen are developers because developers connect the world. And... Uh, um, so we are developer, developer, developer. So any way you reach out to us, we get back to you. Uh, even to private emails, you know, sign up for some newsletter. And uh, we are building our developer relations team out right now to just focus on the developer community to understand uh, what the community needs. And then for us to make sure that we go down the right way. So, yeah. Uh, Telegram is good, or email, or um, just a phone call, or come by our office in San Diego. Good deal. And for you who's listening, I'll include a link in the show notes where I'm sure you could find all the ways to communicate with the XYO network. Um, I got an interesting question. Uh, I don't too much ask on announcements, but for someone that's been in as long as you are, it's always good to know um, you follow this space since it was just, you know, Bitcoin, maybe Litecoin, I think OneCoin, not OneCoin, but uh, Namecoin, I think was, there were some, right. some oldies but goodies in there. Yeah. Are you, what's your overall sentiment towards the space's growth? Um, you know, is it, is it is it tainted a little bit from what happened at the end of last year? Or are you over the moon about how much progress it seems to make on a weekly basis? Like, you know, what's your sentiment with this space as a whole? Yeah, I don't think at all that it's tainted. You know, you ha you had this like, crazy growth which uh, accelerated. You had scams and you had this and that and blah blah blah. But what you saw is in the most mainstream media, which has nothing to do with cryptocurrencies. Every day you saw an article about cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and technology and those kinds of things, and uh, it pulled people in. So while there were some negative aspects, it still attracted a lot of people to the space. If you go to a 
as many crypto events as I do, uh, you see newcomers, people who weren't in crypto just a year ago. And I, th I think it's a majority of people at those events. And uh, I think those people would not be there, would have not made that plunge into the, into the blockchain or crypto environment if uh, we would have not had such an onslaught of, of news and like price frenzy and everything which came with that. And now, I think now as these people are in there, right, they're hooked. Right? Now suddenly, okay, Bitcoin isn't at twenty thousand dollars anymore, and uh, a lot of the altcoins plunged. But uh, now, now those people are hooked into the crypto world, and those are the brightest people in the world, which are in that space. So I think overall, it will um, increase the probability that uh, all of this is going to work out in the end, because just too many clever people work on this right now. Very well put. Very well put. So, um, how do people get a hold of your token? Uh, you could go on xyo.network and buy tokens through the Gamma sale. Mm -hmm. We sell some tokens while after we release our platform right now. You can see our early stage platform on gamma.xyo.network and or reach out to us via Telegram or anything and we can help you find tokens elsewhere if you don't want to buy them from us directly. But if you buy them from us, you, of course, support our endeavors and support the team. And uh, we'd love that, of course. Awesome. Um, let's see. A couple more questions, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, there's one question I love to ask. Um, I didn't at first, but I'm starting to really like this question, and that is, is there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't? That's an awesome question. I always ask that in an interview. You have uh, 14 open positions uh, right now, and in uh, every single interview I ask that. So you didn't ask me what we need, and uh, we need uh, developers in-house. Um, so if you are a blockchain developer and uh, you want to work on cool shit, uh, <laughs> it's an amazing CTO <laughs> who has built really cool shit in the past, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we are acquiring as well, so if you have a cool company which you think we should look at, uh, we talk with two companies right now. Um, anything of that sort is very important to us right now. Good deal. So you heard it here. If you're if you're in the crowd and you're a blockchain developer and you want to work on cool shit, which is like probably nine out of ten if you listen to all our shows, um, reach out um, because they're looking for you. And if you can help out, I'm pretty sure they'll bring you on board. That's right. Um, other than that, I don't think I have much else. I think we went through everything. How to find a token, uh, how, to, how to reach you guys, um, why you started XYO Network. By the way, probably the coolest we've had on this series. <laughs> Just want to make Thank cool you. shit. Very simple. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Align with that directly. Um, well, thank you. Thank you for, Thank you. for swinging by. Thank you. It was a true pleasure.